0: Thank you. Dude, that's so cool. Well, one of my friends get a picture of this for me. That'd be great. <laughs> Thanks, Bailey. Uh, my name is Michaela Brandt, like they said. I'm a senior biology major with a minor in biblical studies, and my plan is to go to nursing school next year, but we'll see what happens. Um, uh, the theme he presented to us was perspective, like he had said earlier. And so the title of my chapel talk today is God's beauty is in the black, the white, and the gray. But the question I want to pose to you is, what is godly love? What does it look like in your life? How does it apply to your life? So ponder that idea as I kind of give a little backstory to who I am. I grew up in a Christian home. Um, My whole family moved to Iowa to start a home church. So when my grandparents built their home, they literally built a room for worship. And so that was my childhood. I grew up in this like 50 person room, pretty much. That's what it felt like. Um, And so that was a huge part of my faith journey and just my Christian life and the way I connected with God. A lot of examples in that church of how I saw godly love was one of them would be sitting with the women at my church and talking about what it means to be a woman of God and how that applies to life, and they would give their own experiences, how, to, you know, how they learned how to do that. Another one is when I stepped in front of the church my freshman year and said, I'm going to Europe on a mission trip, I need $4,000, and um, several of my family members who had a really rough year financially, lost thousands of dollars, gave hundreds of dollars to my um, fundraiser, and I was so surprised that they did that I was shook and I just that was such a big God moment for me and there's a lot of other moments I've had in my church that have been God's love in my life so a definition for me personally for godly love is unconditional love that no matter what you've done no matter what they've done to you they forgive you they make sacrifices for you you do this back obviously and they're graceful with you and you are uncomfortable for those relationships so my senior year, I was presented with the opportunity to come to York. Granted, I always wanted to come here. My parents came here. It was a dream of mine for a long time, but um, I thought I had this perfect relationship of what like, what it meant to be a Christian. I thought I knew exactly what that was. Um, but I grew up as a person, my personality anyway, as a rule follower. And so the, what I thought it meant to be a Christian was to follow the rules and to have a faith. That was pretty much the underlying reason as to why I was a Christian, because I did what I was supposed to, and um, I respected people, but I would always compare myself. I'd be like, I'm a better Christian because I don't do this sin, or I'm a better Christian because I believe this, you know, um, which obviously that's not right, <laughs> but I really struggle with that. I struggle with this idea of only being black and white. I only thought in black and white. If I ever thought in gray, I ran the other way because I never wanted a part of that. Even at Bible camp, like when those conversations would come up, I just really struggled to like be a part of them. I just... You know, I just didn't think it was right. In my faith, That's I thought it was this way. Obviously not right. <laughs> so coming to college, I realized all these things. And I didn't really want to change my mind. I didn't want to be open to the idea that there are other possibilities of faith and what that looks like. But I realized it had to be. There was no, I couldn't live a life that was this way and that way anymore. I had to pray to God to open my eyes to see what the gray meant and to explore the gray. And that was terrifying for me. <laughs> I was never taught to be like that. Also, my parents taught me all the Christian morals and everything, but they never said you have to be this way. You know, so that was my own personal thing. But Um, so after I started coming here, so my freshman year, I got asked why I was a Christian, why I went to church, and why I cared. And coming to Christian school, totally surprised to be asked that, but also so thankful I was asked that because I started to ask why am I? Like I questioned my own self. Needed that. I needed that so bad. Um, So. I started exploring this for myself, because as a kid, I would always be like, just because. Like, I'm a Christian just because. You know, that's an easy answer, because God loves me. But there was no because of this. It just stopped there. So my freshman year, I started exploring what this meant for myself. Uh, my sophomore year, I did a Bible study with the woman at my church, and we went through the whole Bible. I didn't finish it because I made excuses, but I got through most of the Old Testament, and I had learned so much also from Bible classes here. Thank you. But... <laughs> I had learned so much about what it meant to be a Christian. And so I went back to the basis of what I believed. I went back to, like in any belief system, you're going to have those basis, basic, what fundamental things that you believe in. So Christians believe that God created creation and that Jesus died on the cross. And so I went back to these very monumental things in our faith and I was like, are they true though? And I had to figure that out for myself. And so I started to get more, um, I I started to understand more and have this, grow this relationship. And that's what I realized is that it's not just believing and following, it's having a relationship with God. And that was what changed my perspective. And so after I could develop this idea of being intimate with God and learning to love like God loves, it changed all of my relationships. It changed the way I looked at myself. It changed the way I looked at other people. I developed forgiveness in a way that doesn't forgive to receive something back. It's just to love and to forgive. And I was just really grateful for that. So I pray that this semester we can work on a type of selfless love because at the end of the day, if you're going to live for you, you're going to live for you and I'm going to live for myself. We're not going to get very far because it's never going to satisfy you. And what I've learned is that God's love does satisfy and it leaves you with so many questions. Your answers leave you with so many questions. But the one thing that we can be sure of is that God is con- has control over everything and we can be grateful for that. And so after all this happened for me, after I'm continuing to learn, I realized that I saw God's beauty in the black and the white and the gray. So I really want you to consider what godly love looks like in your life and to see how it will change your relationships with other people and change your perspective over life. We need to come into the semester with a mindset of loving others first and being Jesus to them. Let me tell you the one big thing I learned. It's not about you and it's not about me. It's about Jesus and the way that we can serve him and praise him. And we are ob- when we're obedient and we share his love, He is fruitful in our lives. So to close, I want to share a quote from Martin Luther King Jr. And it says, hatred paralyzes life, love releases it. Hatred confuses life, love harmonizes it. Hatred darkens life and love illuminates it. We have to be willing to let love rule our life because when we can love fearlessly and gracefully, we can become more free in that love. So my challenge to you this semester is to love a way that is selfless and allows God to transform your heart. Thank you.